0: What is up, it's Dakota Laden here from Destination Fear and you are listening to the Paranomaly Zone.
1: A ghostly apparition in the dark of night.
0: sacrifice, and cats living together,
2: Baptist Hey there, paranormal ponderers and friends of the Paranomaly Zone. It is that time, that's right, the time for your weekly dose of all things, hey, you guessed it, paranormal strange and mysterious my name is patrick koffenberg and i am joined wait not as always by my co-host with the ghosts the paranormal poster boy himself mike Carbono. no but i am joined by the very next best thing that's right computer mike <laughs> okay don't start laughing over me already computer mike that is very very rude very, <laughs> no, he's not listening at all well computer mike do you think our listeners are going to enjoy hearing computer mike yeah Do you think I should keep this intro short and sweet? Yeah. Do you honestly think that people are going to enjoy listening to Computer Mike? That's right, I didn't think so either. Well, this is sort of a special occasion. We are releasing a new episode. Not necessarily new to us as we recorded this as a Patreon exclusive back in the day. Now available to all friends and fans of the paranormal. This episode focuses on the creepy ass story of Robert The doll, the allegedly haunted, the doll that allegedly has supernatural abilities. It can change its facial expressions. It can even giggle at you. It can move objects. It can even cause calamities. Either way, I don't know about you, but if you're staring at a creepy-ass-looking, supposedly-haunted doll and it starts giggling, well, I don't know what I'll do. Well, as the kids say in the podcasting business, without any further ado, I think it's time to return to this creepy topic of Robert the Doll. Mike. Any final words on Robert the Doll? (laughs) Okay, besides being tickled in the belly, and all you can do is laugh, apparently, what are your thoughts on Robert the Doll? (laughs) Fine. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will be back with a new episode this weekend. In the meantime, we hope you enjoy this retread paranormal exclusive on Robert the Doll. Hey there, ponderers of the paranormal and Patreon friends. Thank you so much to all of you for joining us, for being here. Uh, yeah, we don't want to sound sappy yet again, but we love all you guys. So thank you. Oh, for yeah, and <laughs> I was going to say,
1: are they really our friends, Patrick? Yes. Or are they family?
2: Oh, well, you put it that way. That, <laughs> hmm. Yeah, well, Patreon family for certain. So, uh, no, we, we appreciate you All of you so much. And again, let's get it right out of the way. If you can, you know, help spread the word, you know, you know, try and nudge, nudge some of your buddies, some of your family members into giving the Paranomaly Zone a shot on Patreon. I think they will enjoy it. If they enjoy the podcast or if you know people who enjoy the podcast, they're going to enjoy this too, because we're a little bit more, even more laid back and a little more ridiculous on Patreon (laughs) here, if that's possible. Yeah, that's true.
1: But what, what Patrick is actually saying is
2: Oh god come on Mike f- come on nope. if you
1: feel if you feel anything for us nudge it up from a dollar to five.
2: Come on now. Come <laughs> on.
1: See, <laughs> no, you're, I'm getting
2: making me sound like that's all I care about, Mike. And uh, you I you know that is
1: it's not nice, but true. even if it was fifty cents, it would be nice.
2: Well, you, I get it. I get it. I get I of course I do. The fact that we, we're even getting, you know very little <laughs> as it is but you know that you know everyone starts you know at the bottom essentially you know but i i do know and i i hope i'm not overstepping my bounds i do know that our patrons enjoy the content that we are providing and so mm-hmm. we will continue to do so that being said please give us suggestions as to what you would like to hear or see because we're more we are more than willing to do that. We're not going to do like naked mud wrestling or anything like that. So don't, <laughs> don't go down Speak for
1: yourself. Patrick.
2: Well, oh, okay. You want to do naked mud wrestling? <laughs> Count me out. You can go do it by yourself.
1: Some but, jello, maybe.
2: Oh, jello. Okay. Well, well, we sh- we, sh- we shall see. Depends on how many people request that. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure there will be none.
2: Yep. Yep. And everyone's tuned out already. So mm, thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you next time. No, I'm kidding. Of course. Uh, Yeah,
1: because I could wear a heck of a costume for something like that.
2: Well, you could you could wear what you're wearing when you had that ghostly experience you talked about (laughs) earlier tonight. Your damn undies and your white tank top and whatever the hell else you had. It was
1: a a cut off white tank top with the words (laughs) love me on it. (laughs) God. And it was it was cut off right at the midpoint between my man boobs and my extended belly. <clears throat> there i said it again yeah,
2: yeah. Now, <laughs> do you have an innie or an outie mike because that um, that adds to the it's, image it's
1: innie and with my extended belly it's oh, like yeah. a, it's like a it's like an eight inch innie <laughs> God, and that's a quite an exaggeration yeah,
2: yeah he's he's actually lost his spirit box in his innie before so he's well like, that's where i keep it oh no, that's where you keep it, oh, it did not you
1: notice that when we were at the uh that cemetery out uh that's right. On the trail, the Burgess trail.
2: Mysteriously pull it out I, of nowhere. Yeah, I, like, oh.
1: I didn't have it, and then all of a sudden I did, and you didn't notice where I took it from. I did not. God darn it. Well, from whence it came. <laughs> from whence
2: it came, and from whence it shall go away.
1: <laughs> did you know. see me brushing it off after I... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Patrick! The spirit box a little linty.
2: A little, yeah, belly button lint <laughs> here. Okay, well, I think I think I found my car keys in there too. <laughs> oh,
1: dang! That's where that was. <laughs> you, you, isn't that <laughs> that, a... that pen that I lost about a week ago? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, he! Oh my God! There's that Dave Grohl signed uh, drumstick. <laughs>
2: Sideways. <laughs> I don't know how hell it got in there. Sideways. Uh,
1: so, uh, oh, anyways. there's the Hoover. The Hoover that I... I, <laughs> uh,
2: All right. See, uh, I the
1: extended I, wand. I
2: already, I already lost my train of thought. I had a good question I was just going to ask you, and I totally lost yeah, it. That's I blew no, that out of the water. That's no joke.
1: I, and this is, by, however, a, by the way, a Patreon episode. So. It is. It is. So, <laughs>
2: hey... Yeah, we're trying to give them their their money's worth. Right, Mike? Right. So, sincerely, what the hell was I going to say? I don't know. There's a
1: candle coming out now and it's still lit.
2: (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) it's pretty damn moist in your belly button. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, That is an old uh, Kids in a Hall sketch reference, though, when I pulled out. Hey, hey, McCarkey's. I don't know if you remember that sketch when it was the familiar. It was the, like, the. Kind of the hillbilly beer drinkers sitting in the bar, and they had their giant guts, you know, their huge <laughs> bellies, and their shirts couldn't pull, they couldn't pull their t shirts over their belly and stuff. And it was Bruce McCullough and Mark McKinney, and they were comparing their guts. And they're sitting there, their bellies and they're shaking their bellies back and forth. And they're trying, they're trying to, you know, perform tricks with their perfect bellies and stuff like that. And Mark (laughs) McKinney found his car keys down in his, his his navel. So, uh,
1: yeah. Uh, well, that kind of reminds me of the, uh, the episode with the, uh, when the chicken lady was going back to her old neighborhood where she grew up (laughs) and she went into that one (laughs) house I remember yeah, reminiscing about yeah. the conception of the chicken yeah. lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
2: Yep. No. Nope, yeah. Disturbing. Talk about uh, disturbing. Woo. Yes. You want to share a chair, taxi? Hey, by the way, by the way, I'm looking forward to their new their eight new episodes. Oh, so that, absolutely. I mean, they've been done filming them for quite some time now, so it's just a just a matter of time before it gets out.
1: And what were they going to be showing on?
2: Oh, why'd you have to ask me that? I want to say it's Amazon. I want to okay. say it's Amazon Prime. I could be wrong. Well, we can easily find out. Yeah, of course. Of course. Well, Mike, you know, we do have uh, some cool stuff lined up for this Patreon episode. We were going to do our uh, kind of the gloves are off type thing with our... <laughs> we're going to settle it once for all, the, the you know, the, the war to settle the score between Mike and I and discussing our uh, good-natured banter between the Beatles, but that was a last-minute change. I didn't yeah. really... Uh, and, and I didn't want to Was there a dead to change? I, I just didn't feel right about it. I didn't want to. I mean, I was thinking about it overnight, and it just, it, I don't know. I, I, I thought that we we've spoken about it so often that it wouldn't be intriguing to people who are getting Yeah, but a
1: gloves off uh event would well, be totally different. I was thinking <clears throat> the right. reason that you switched.
2: You know, maybe uh, maybe we can do that. If if our patrons want to want to hear that, I'm more than willing to do it.
1: Yes, unless and this is why I thought you 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 nixed it mm-hmm. was because of the uh the response that uh Oh, Lee shit. Lee Patrick Marshall. <laughs> that's <right>. no, <laughs> Said no, on Twitter. Well, no, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> awesome Patreon, awesome patrons. Oh yeah, uh, great, friend, great listener. Uh, Patrick Lee Marshall. Yeah, he did. He 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 gave me some uh, good natured ribbing on there. He's like, dude, we get it. <laughs> you know? yeah. No, that wasn't it at all. It was that's kind of that's it was kind of ironic or not ironic, kind of coincidental that he said that because. I had I just wasn't feeling good about it, and that was kind of what maybe maybe it kind of pushed me over the the edge. Is like, yeah, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. So,
1: okay. but
2: you know what? If they want to, I'm more than willing. If they want to listen, I'm more than more than, hey, more than.
1: So I'm up for it because I boy, I'm I'm loaded.
2: I know you are. I'm I, loaded for bear on this. I know you are, my friend. <laughs> but this episode, we're gonna do some. Uh, we're going to do uh some more creepy uh paranormal stuff. So that's that's kind of what we that's kind of what we do here on the Paranomaly zone. Mike, have you have you ever heard of Robert the Doll?
1: I have. Yeah, I figured. He's a funky freaky looking thing, dude. I, I,
2: I figured you'd had, you know, uh, so so have I quite the story behind this little guy. I don't like him.
1: <laughs> no, I don't it it just he uh. Ah, uh, you know, and Mike, not
2: s- one thing I have to say, I'm sorry, Mike, one thing we have to make clear. You don't like dolls.
1: Well, you know, there are certain dolls that I do not like, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the ones that that really strike me wrong mm-hmm. is the uh, the old antique Victorian ones that have the the, the real looking teeth. <laughs> and. Which, you know, I, you know, and the reason that came about was, okay, I, if there's any of our listeners, which I'm sure there are, there's got to be some fans of night gallery, Rod Serling's night gallery. Mm -hmm. Uh, That series came out after the twilight zone. This was, you know, like a seventies thing. And there was an episode that was called the doll. And it, this, this doll, it looked normal. Until it was going to kill you, <laughs> okay,
2: and that had and, a profound effect on you. Oh,
1: t- yo! Know, I saw it when I was a when I was pretty young, and it traumatized the hell out of me.
2: Okay, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. But yes, and to make matters, um, well, to be perfectly clear, I should say, you for certain believe in the idea of objects being haunted. I'm doing, oh, absolutely I'm i doing I air quotes haunted being possessed right.
1: um uh, at least uh, uh an energy that's connected to them that
2: mm.
1: yeah absolutely
2: okay so that okay that's interesting so you believe definitely there could be um like you said an energy connection a spiritual mm-hmm. connection to these objects but as far as it being absolutely over overtaken by a spirit itself to the point of it being manipulated, being moved around, being able to walk, being able to move objects, being able to attack people. You're not necessarily certain on that one.
1: Not certain on that one. That's, that's pushing it a, just a wee bit.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: For, for me. Yeah.
2: But you're open to it.
1: I'll I'll be open to it. Sure.
2: Okay. And you are familiar with Robert the doll, the story of Robert the doll.
1: Yeah, actually I, I need to be honest with you. The first time that I had heard of Robert the doll was uh uh today <laughs> no it was actually <laughs> okay. I, I love watching uh Ozzy Osbourne and his son Jack on their world travels that That's they right. do. Yep. And uh they picked up a a replica of uh Robert the doll and uh Ozzy Osbourne was just totally freaked out by the story of this and uh <laughs> he <laughs> there's uh, you know many episodes where Uh, Robert the doll is on an episode and uh uh Ozzy Osbourne in his his uh Ozzy Osbourne way you know (laughs) always talks about how he does not like Robert the doll and he tries to get rid of him he tries to (laughs) bury him he tries to burn him he tries to blow him up and um but Jackie always manages to uh get uh, Robert the doll back into the camper and as they're going down the road and Ozzy is all happy thinking he got rid of Robert the doll mm-hmm. and here Jack brings it out and <laughs> it's still there
2: and, and and you know just to be clear these are like copies of right Robert exactly the, doll, you know. the,
1: uh, the actual real Robert the doll which there is a real one very there authentic is. very old very antique with a great story behind it is um, in a is it in a museum? It's in a
2: glass case. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're we're, def- we're going to dive into that. I can't remember right now, off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to ask you real quick, Mike, about the uh, the Ozzy Osborne and Jack Osborne show. I forgot what it's called. I know exactly what you were talking uh, about. but I forgot its name. Um, its title.
1: Something about world travels, or I.
2: <laughs> I I I.
1: Yeah. They're... <laughs> 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 that i love that <laughs> that was yeah uh, how Yeah, awful.
2: it was <laughs> um but i i was going to ask you though if you think and well i shouldn't say what you think what you feel is it absolutely scripted is it, are they okay ozzy we're going to give you this doll and you're going to act like you're freaked out and we're going to film you trying to burn it we're going to film you trying to throw it away oh yeah yeah okay, there's sure
1: yeah a lot of that's scripted it's ozzy and jack's world detour
2: okay there you go okay
1: um yeah. You know, a lot of that scripted, you know, not all of the program I believe is scripted. Uh, cause Jack, he'll bring, he'll surprise Ozzy by bringing him to, a like, a, a music school for kids. And, um, I remember one episode where there's this is whole group of kids are playing instruments and they're, they're, uh, doing a black Sabbath song oh, okay. and, uh, and Ozzy's <laughs> there in the front of the classroom watching this stuff. And Ozzy is, is, uh, he is just legitimately touched by this and loving it. Oh yeah. Ozzy's really not a bad guy.
2: No, no, he's really he's, not. He's, uh, uh, he's crazy.
1: Yeah. He's, he's pretty burnt. Yeah. But, yeah uh, he's
2: unfortunately he's, can he even get around on his own nowadays?
1: You know, I don't know if they're. I don't even know if they're still, you know, recording episodes of that or not, but I have no idea what he is today, but yeah. He was getting around pretty good. Uh, okay. Okay. When they were doing the show, um,
2: his last. The only reason I asked that is because, and you know, I lose such track of time, and we all have in these last two years. It's been so crazy and overwhelming, so I'm not sure the exact time when his last studio recording came out, as far as music goes. Yeah. Um, but I do know that the entire video that he did for his song release he had to be sitting down because he couldn't stand. And right. so it, yeah. was, it was filmed, you know, he was just sitting. I mean, he was all decked out. He looked cool. He looked, he looked good, but he just can't stand for prolonged right. periods of time. So I don't know if he's, I don't know his current status when it comes to his health. Yeah, but, you know, We wish the him episodes, all the best, obviously, well, but you know, man, he's had a, he's had, he's had quite the life.
1: Yeah, he has. Uh, yeah, you know, in the episodes that I've seen, uh, I, cause I loved watching the show. And uh, he was getting around pretty good and he was still doing promos for tours that he was doing and for concerts that he was doing at that time, which I can't imagine him doing them
2: now, but right. Right. Yeah. Well, Mike, but, you know, we're at almost 16 minutes. Let's take a unbelievably quick time traveling excursion. Cause I want to, I want to make it good. I want to make it fast. I want to dive into Robert the Doll. And I want to get into that spirit box session because I want to make contact with whatever the hell touched you the other day.
1: Yes, we haven't talked about that on the Patreon.
2: Uh, we have not. So let's refresh. Let's refurbish. Let's time travel. Let's come let's back. Let's urinate. Let, thank you for clarifying. So,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> and let's grab another Bia.
2: It's already been a long night of podcasting. So uh, we have to uh, we have to time travel.
1: But worth it. Worth it for our Earlier. listeners. Earlier. Dare I say fans? No. Yeah. No. Patrick hates yes, that. I do. I do. <laughs> no. Friends. There might be one or two that consider themselves Fans. I want, fa- I want a fan. I want at least one fan. Okay, okay. I want, I want at least one person. I don't care how crazy they are. Mike. I want them to say to me. I want them to message me and say, Mike, I am a fan of yours. I want once, just once in my lifetime.
2: Do you guys hear that? Wow. He's sitting there with his hand on his heart.
1: On my heart, going, you know.
2: He's getting emotional.
1: Even if it's insincere and you don't mean it. I wanna hear it.
2: Mike loves <laughs> Mike loves fake flattery. He just knows Oh hey, it.
1: I'll take I don't get flattery. I I'll I, take it any way I can get <laughs> it. Make it up. Make shit up about it. <laughs> tell me. Tell me just just make up some crazy bullshit and say, Mike, I'm a fan of yours. <laughs>
2: and, and, and tweet it. Tweet and it. Tweet it. Put it tweet on it. Tweet the shit out of it. Yes. Man, Mike's getting riled up. I love it. Ah, Dang, my face
1: is getting red. God dang it. I'm getting hot. I'm getting flushed (laughs) in my nether regions. My balls are starting to hurt. I'm so flush.
2: Now that is the perfect reason to time travel. Mike, you you need your balls to cool down a little bit. (laughs) You need to relax. Take a deep breath.
1: Yes. I'm going to go get a cold compress. The shape of a small cup.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, good Lord. All right. Mute Hoof your mic, Mute your mic, Mike, Mike. We are going to time travel and we shall All be right, thank you. right back. All right, here we go, Mike. Time for some discussion on the creepy doll known as Robert. Yeah,
1: it's, it is creepy. I mean, I don't know if it's just because of the age and the antiquity of it, but, And I'm not, you know, I hate to say this to where it's uh, like being negative towards, you know, this type of a thing. But it looks like a burn victim.
2: Oh, my gosh. It does.
1: It does. And but it's got this nice, clean, crisp, white sailor's cap on. Right. (laughs) You know, it's like. I don't know. It's just odd.
2: And it also has like its own little own stuffed animal sitting in its lap or whatever the hell you want to call it. It's, it's just,
1: yeah, it's, it's weird. It's not,
2: it's creepy looking. It looks, it looks malformed facial wise. Almost. I mean, it's, it's like, it's been ripped apart and sewn back together and it just looks, it looks off. Yeah. You know, it, it's like it. it's
1: like a, it's a small stuffed dog in its lap. Yeah. Yeah. And it and it's not a small doll either. You know, I see a picture here, but uh next to a, a grown man, the grown man is kneeling and the doll is as is as tall as he is, kneeling.
2: Yeah, it's 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 fairly significant in stature. I mean it's like you said, it it's is. not it's not your not a tiny little doll. Not 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 the average size doll, yeah. that's for
1: sure. And uh people need to and there is a movie that was made about it too that
2: yeah, I, I haven't did, seen the movie, but I haven't uh, seen it either. I, I didn't even know there had been a movie made about Robert the doll. So I'm kind of yeah. disappointed that I didn't know about that.
1: Do it people do a Google image search of this thing.
2: Yeah, if you want to be creeped out, uh, do it do it like right now <laughs> while we're talking about it. oh my god, Mike just sneezed. Gazuntite my yeah, friend. Yeah,
1: I'm evil spirits leaving my body. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Sorry, I sniffled. That's fine. Yeah, I, I, it would probably be fun to watch the movie. I don't know, but uh,
2: the story of Robert, Robert the Doll, goes back to the early nineteen hundreds.
1: Absolutely, does.
2: involves a young boy named Eugene Robert Otto. Now, Eugene was given a one of a kind handmade doll.
1: By a servant, somebody, a lady that the servant, yes,
2: servant who worked for Eugene's parents in their home. Eugene, of course, his middle name being Robert, named the doll Robert and became attached to his new his new friend. Uh, the home where Eugene lived, now called the Artist's House, is located Eaton Street, or I'm sorry, five three four Eaton Street, and was built between eighteen ninety 1890 eighteen ninety eight. Century saying that that they don't know exactly when this house was built. Right,
1: very Victorian era.
2: Now it was in this house that Eugene was given Robert the doll, and where their friendship began and laughed, lasted literally until Eugene died. Um, right,
1: even even though uh, Eugene was uh, extremely frightened by this doll at different times during his childhood.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, but that's, still, that's what yeah. you know. It adds, um, and we'll 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 definitely explore that. Right, but it's interesting. You know, thank you for pointing that out, Mike, because they he had terrifying, beyond terrifying experiences with this doll, but yet he right, was yeah. so attached to it. Right. He wanted to save this thing. He needed to keep this doll in his life, and he did until the day mm-hmm. he died. Now, <clears throat> their friendship lasted not only through their lifetime, but seemingly beyond right. his lifetime. <laughs> Now, it might look and seem like an ordinary cloth doll. Well, a creepy oh, no. ass look. It doesn't
1: look like that doll. at all.
2: <laughs> um, as we mentioned before, uh, it, w- it didn't take long before uh, Robert was involved in basically terrifying events. The first hint that something kind of odd and weird and odd, the ordinary, was happening. When one night, young Gene, 10 years old at the time. Awoke from his slumber, only to find, Mike, Robert the doll, sitting at the end of his bed, staring at him. Yes. Moments later, according to the story, his mother was awakened by Eugene's screams for help. And the sounds of furniture being overturned. Yes. In her kids' bedroom. Now, Eugene kept crying and crying for help, begging his mother to come to his rescue. When she finally got there, she was able to wrench the locked door open. It was locked, and she saw her son, Gene, curled up in fear in his bed, his room in shambles, and Robert the doll sitting still at the foot of his bed. You know what Eugene told his mom? Robert did it. Robert did it that's just the beginning uh okay so far so good mike do you uh what do you think about the story so far oh i'm intrigued you're intrigued okay yes and again i know you're vaguely familiar with robert the doll but mm-hmm. as was i as was i um i just I, I don't know i don't like continuing stories like this because sometimes they kind of give me the heebie-jeebies <laughs> but as Mike said, Robert did it were the only words that Gene could get out. And he continued to use this phrase throughout his life, throughout his childhood until the day he died. Whenever anything destructive would happen around him or in his house, he simply would say, Robert did it.
1: Which is interesting because, you know, uh, I'm sure there are a lot of children that are mischievous do things that uh would definitely get them into trouble, but they want a scapegoat, they have a scapegoat that they use their doll for. They could very well be doing it and to not or in their mind uh keep from getting into trouble. They blame it on something else. And right. the only thing that they have right there that they feel they can blame it on is that Robert did it. But um I'm sure that does happen, but with Eugene's case, when his mother comes in and he blames this on Robert, he is traumatized. He is frightened. He is curled up in like basically a fetal position. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like it goes beyond him just blaming whatever that he might have done on this doll,
2: yeah, because he's legitimately, legitimately traumatized, like you said,
1: traumatized, right? absolutely.
2: So either he had an out of body experience, you know, he did something, you know, maybe he had some sort of fit and he wasn't aware of mm-hmm. it, right? And maybe he came to consciousness and he saw his room like this, and the doll was still sitting there looking at him. So naturally, he would blame the doll mm-hmm. because that's the only thing that seemed rational to him. Another thing that pops into my mind, Mike, is a similarity between this. And poltergeist stories, uh, poltergeist sure. cases. The one that popped in my brain was the Enfield poltergeist. I mm-hmm. you know, heavily revolving around young, um, adolescent, pre-adolescent kids, and that's usually, according to the experts, Mike, where poltergeist activity is um, right. summoned. I suppose is a word mm-hmm. we can use. You know, it's essentially created by. The youngsters
1: comes it, to life.
2: If it's still paranormal in nature or if they're totally doing it on their own, uh, that's a mystery you know, in itself. Even,
1: even if it is uh, events that are caused by, you know, uh, children coming to puberty or whatever, if that causes things to happen. Like a, like a ghost. Well, we can't blame it on a ghost. It's because this person or this child is going through puberty. And so it's not a ghost, but I don't care. That's still weird. That's still
2: weird. Thank you for saying <laughs> that's that. That's
1: still paranormal to me. Yes. You know, that, uh, that's that, the
2: power of the mind that something uh, wacky, yeah. crazy powerful is going on there.
1: So either way, it's, it's messed up and there's something weird and still either way, it's paranormal. It's not normal. It's not it's, normal. Yes. So, I don't anyway, know, man,
2: I don't know. Now, uh, how did Gene know that Robert did it? Well, nobody knows for sure, and nobody knows how uh, Robert could actually, you know, wreak physical havoc on this kid's bedroom or do anything. After all, I mean, it's it, yeah it's it's and, and it's and did, it's, a, it's eugene, an inanimate inanimate object for god's sake right. supposedly inanimate i'm sorry what were you gonna say Mike? was
1: eugene not able to as he became an adult well, able to explain these things
2: well we're you gonna know, get
1: that to... when he when he realized and when he uh was old enough to understand what was going on why wasn't he able to articulate mm-hmm. at that time you know as a young child i can understand he can't he can't he can't uh can't put it together enough to tell what happened.
2: Yeah. I can't verbalize it. You know?
1: Exactly. But as an adult, you would think that, yes, I remember this as a child and this is what happened. Mm-hmm. So he went through his entire life of not being able to, or not explaining how Robert did this.
2: Yeah. That's, I mean, it adds, adds a little bit of mm. intrigue, doesn't it? It adds a little bit. It of adds intrigue. a question. You know, this, the, this part is creepy to me because Gene's parents claim that, They would often hear Gene upstairs in his room talking to the doll. Mm -hmm. And then the creepy part is getting a response from what they, I I don't know if they assumed it was the doll, but they would hear a response in a totally different voice.
1: Exactly. That's very true.
2: Now, again, a kid with an imaginary friend, why not? I I mean, who the hell knows? I unfortunately never had an imaginary friend. I can totally envision one though, like speaking for their imaginary friend. You know, I talking. had an
1: imaginary friend. Did
2: you speak for him? Did you change I your did voice? Not. Okay, because you you heard them, you heard them, and you responded to them, or did you not? Mike Mike's giving me a weird look. Like so, that's that's why I'm I said thinking. You're
1: not. Um,
0: yeah.
1: <clears throat> hmm
2: but you did have one because I know I what we did have about one. That.
1: And I, and in my mind, I remember, and I was very, very young, very young. I remember as an adult. Now I'm remembering back then that I would say, I remember being in, in like my room or in a room by myself. And Tom was his name. Tom. He did have a name. I don't know where that came from, but, <laughs> um, I can, I can remember like
2: this Tom being there. Do you know what Tom looked like? Did you, did you see him when you were a kid? You know, from what
1: I'm remembering as an adult and thinking back, I remember Tom in my mind as a child being a young boy, uh, I can, I can picture the clothes that he had on, but not able to describe if it was a, you know, what period it was from really, or if it was just something that was just normal to me at the time, which which I think it was, um, you know, the hair, you know, typical of the time, but for some reason right now, when I'm thinking about it, he was older than I was.
2: Okay. Okay. And, uh quite a bit older or just like another No,
1: still a child. Still a child. But older than me by you know if you were to see Tom and me together you would see you would definitely be able to notice that he was older than me.
2: Mike, you know, I just had a startling remembrance because we well, I'm exaggerating when I say startling. We talked about this on an episode of the Alton Row podcast because we had an episode dedicated solely to imaginary friends. Right. We did. And we talked about this and it just popped back to my memory where I floated the idea to you that your imaginary friend was a future version of you. That's right. Talking to you, visiting you for whatever reason. You remember
1: that? Mm, I do remember that.
2: I wish I could mm. remember all the the deep dives that we did into that, but I'm thankful I remembered that idea because when you said the hair similar for the you know tip or uh, typical for the times, a couple years mm-hmm. older than you, and when you're describing it, I immediately thought of well, you're kind of describing. I'm not talking about tonight. I'm talking about the, the last episode You're right. Or the uh, imaginary friend episode. It's like, man, it sounds like you're describing yourself kind of, mm. you know? So it's like older version of Mike coming back to check on you. Maybe.
1: I don't know. That's in, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. But I remember, I mean, my mom and dad, they knew about this imaginary in quotes, air quotes, whatever um that I had at the time. And I, 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 I guess I didn't talk about him. I mean, I, I, did, I did talk about him at times enough to where my mom and dad knew about him. Mm-hmm. I don't remember talking to them. I don't remember what I said to them. But I do remember one time my dad asked me, well, whatever happened to Tom? Because I guess I hadn't said anything about him for a while. Mm. And my, I mean, just right off the top of my head, no thought put into it um i told my dad that he died
2: that's right i remember yeah. that now
1: and that was the end of tom
2: oh my god okay
1: so, and i never i guess i from what i i remember after that i never had any experiences with tom again
2: i don't know why that gave me the creeps but it did mike so thanks so <laughs> yeah creeps in a good way yeah now going back to Robert the doll though, but uh, Robert or uh, Eugene's parents also talked about uh, not only hearing you know this their son talking to the doll and hearing the doll, I'm doing air quotes the doll mm-hmm. responding in a high different, totally different voice essentially. They also reported seeing the doll speak, Mike, and witnessing the doll's expression change. Yeah. They also reported giggling, hearing giggling and sightings of Robert <laughs> running up the steps or staring <laughs> out of the upstairs window. Really? Creepy. Yes. Now, That's um,
1: right. That in, and that actually happened after, um, or was it when Eugene was an adult? <clears throat> he put Robert in the attic both and stored happened. him away.
2: Yes, that happened both times. This happened when he was a young kid. The doll mm-hmm. was reported looking out the window and later on in life, Mike, when he kept thinking he was locking a doll in the attic, people mm-hmm. outside kept claiming that there's something up in your like, right. you know, your bedroom window up there that's looking out and it's creeping us out. And well, I can't be that. And that doll will be sitting up there in the room when he went there. Right. Sitting in home.
1: the rocking chair by the window.
2: Good Lord almighty. <clears throat> um, Yes. <laughs> so Robert continued to live with Gene throughout his lifetime. And after Gene's parents oh, died, he moved back into their Robert
1: not paying his part of the rent. He is.
2: I know. It's like not come on, picking man. up
1: his laundry.
2: Come on, fork it over, buddy. Make do.
1: <laughs> Leaving dirty underwear on the bathroom floor.
2: <laughs> come on, we don't need your <laughs> poltergeist poop hanging around here on your undies. Get it out of here. <clears throat> so after Gene's um, parents died, he actually moved back into their home with his wife.
1: With his wife, yes.
2: And Gene decided, and his
1: wife did not like no,
2: Robert. Be, well, think about this though. They wa- when they moved in, her new husband insisted that this doll needed a room of its own. Now, come on, you're a newlywed. You're married to this guy. He's yeah. clinging to this doll. He refuses to get rid of this doll. And he said, "You know what? This doll deserves its own room." I would, if I was that lady, I would have probably left. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like that's like the beginning, the very, very beginnings of like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre No, Think story. about it.
2: Think about it, Mike. If, if, if OK, you're with your, your lovely new love of your life, Mary, and if Mary refused to not. But well, OK, let's say she moved into your house, which she did. And she insisted mm-hmm. that you needed to build on to your house to add on. <laughs> like a shed or an additional room because she had her favorite doll with yes. her that needed a room of her own would yep. she be living there right now
1: uh Uh-oh. well
2: he's being careful because she's awake and she's sitting right there
1: <laughs> uh there would be some discussion about this
2: okay there'd be discussion <laughs> yeah. okay
1: and there's plenty of room in the basement.
2: There you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there's there's an attic. <laughs>
2: well, of course, his wife Anne felt super uneasy with this doll, this Ro- this Robert doll in the house, and she, but she couldn't ever really figure out why it bothered her. Well, besides the fact that your husband was clinging to this doll, I think that's probably why, there, lady, yes. um, gal, lovely person you are. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Jean, she told Jean to lock the doll up in the attic where they hoped it would stay. Gene, and
1: thankfully Eugene did comply. he did comply.
2: He did comply and that's where all this other crazy stuff happened because essentially Robert Adal was not uh not very happy being locked in no. the attic. Visitors to the house would soon talk about hearing footsteps in the attic. Yeah. No the, heat
1: in the wintertime, you know no air conditioning in the summer. I would be pissed too.
2: This oh, right yes. <laughs> very good very And, of course, the same evil-sounding, giggling, uh, pacing back and forth in the attic. (laughs) And here's where it comes again, Mike. You said neighborhood kids reported seeing Robert watching from the window in the upstairs bedroom. Told accounts of the doll actually mocking them as they walked to school. So how would a doll with no fingers mock somebody?
1: (laughs) Yeah, weird. (laughs) I mean, it's like... uh... You know what it is? I'm, I know what it is. I'm thinking I know of, what, like, I got the whole story figured out.
2: I'm thinking of, you know, giving the finger like this, but...
1: Yeah, I just thought you were flipping me I off. No,
2: I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> I never do that.
1: You know, I I akin this whole story, akin... Uh, what? <laughs> never, I've never used that word before. <laughs> A- akin um, to this?
2: There you go.
1: Okay, so... Okay, there's this great relationship between Robert and Eugene. Okay? Just, you know, Eugene grew up with Robert in his life and uh there was a, a lady that came along and came into this the life of of Eugene uh and and Robert was not
2: wait a minute what, happy about that are you saying the doll got jealous
1: well you know um you know and and what I think of is is that uh, how can I put this? Um, uh, Eugene the doll and and or no Robert the doll Robert and Eugene the doll, yeah. Um, there, it's like it's it's it to me. It sounds like a parallel to um, Norman Bates and his mother.
2: Oh my goodness! It's
1: actually you know Eugene. Is Robert the doll And then You know At the end of this whole thing You know Martin Balsam He gets killed on the stairs And then And then uh, Hmm. uh, They go down into the basement And they turn around the rocking chair And there's Eugene all shriveled up like a mummy
2: That's interesting (sighs) You know That's really interesting
1: (laughs) You know I'm using the parallel of of, I like uh, that though of um of psycho but you know so it what was, if eugene so, is putting his own mind into the doll uh, into this robert the doll
2: so it's like the doll is like a conduit for eugene
1: <sighs> you know i'm I'm not explaining it well but you know that parallel i i, I get you it know, that's another another you know line here i i don't know
2: i like that though mike Hmm. i like that idea it's creepy now, as we said, you know, kids reported seeing this doll supposedly looking at them from the window as they went to school and mocking them. Uh, and then when Gene heard this, of course, he went to immediately check and investigate because he thought they had been locked in the attic. Well, you know what? Guess what? The damn doll was just sitting there in the bedroom, not right. locked away in the attic, in the rocking chair, like you said, Mike.
1: Yeah, and then peering and then off out the in window, the, My off God. in the the background. You know, you 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 see the shadow of of Eugene up in this window and you hear mother blood (laughs) Mm -hmm. sorry yeah Mike Uh, you know that's the psycho reference again. I'm sorry. Got it, got it, got it. But in this case it would have been Robert (laughs) Blood. And his wife is dead. <laughs> all you see is the eyeball in the camera, and <laughs> with the water swirling down the drain. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm done. I I'm done with that reference. No,
2: that's fine. That's fine. As long as you don't walk in on the uh, walk in on Robert the doll in the toilet, and all you hear is Mike. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Or the door is locked and and you're
1: pounding on the door (laughs) and all of a sudden you hear Robert going, I swear to God, I'm just going to the bathroom.
2: (laughs) 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 Why has the water been running for half an hour?
1: (laughs) What's that panting sound? (laughs) (laughs) And then if you want to go really far and it's really bad, all of a sudden you have to ask, What's that smell?
2: Oh, <laughs> Lord, that could be any number of things. <sighs> uh, anyway. Well, you know, you know Mike, <clears throat> the story—you had to
1: throw the fart. I, of course, clip I did. In, of course, you? I did.
2: Because <laughs> I forgot to do it during the regular episodes. So, well, uh, Gene Otto died, passed away in 1974. And then yes. a, a new owner moved into the house. And of course the damn doll was left in the house. For whatever yes. reason, the doll was left in the house.
1: And the daughter was so happy to find it. My
2: gosh, but you know, the new the new owners, the daughter came across this and she's like, This has to be mine. I love this doll. But Mike, the same crap essentially started all over again. Right. I mean, she experienced the same terrifying nightmares, the same occurrences. She would wake in the middle of the night screaming. Her parents were terrified, and she told her, guess what? That Robert had moved everything in her house that's right so long story short mike well before we forget here it says robert adal sits inside of the glass case we need to find out exactly where it is oh the east martello museum there it is Mm. east martello museum sits inside a glass case um, but people still claim, staff members included, that Robert's facial expressions change, and they still hear demonic giggling, and they've even seen Robert put his hand up to the glass. That's what staff members claim to have seen, staff members who work at the East Martello Museum. Now, one of the reasons, Mike, one of the supposed explanations as to why this has been occurring we need to get this out there before we give our final thoughts here. Right. As that said servant who worked who was the person who gave the doll,
1: who made it and gave it to him,
2: made the doll and gave it to Gene Otto in the first place was horribly mistreated, abused by mm-hmm. her bosses. And unfortunately I don't find that very, uh, I don't find that um, unrealistic by any means. I mean, Absolutely. And, According to this theory, she placed a curse on the doll, voodoo and black magic curse Uh on the doll that may explain some mysterious and frightening experiences people have had when it comes to Robert the doll. Uh. Mike we need to dive into a spirit box session so final thoughts on robert the doll this is a fascinating freaking story we've done 45 minutes on this essentially sort of
1: <laughs> it is fascinating and uh, we, do i have to like say what you know if if i believe this is why not real to a certain extent
2: yes, um i think so i think our listeners deserve uh, our opinions on this our takes on this <clears throat>
1: I, you know, of course, I believe that there could be something to it because I do believe that yes, of course, especially antiques. They have they hold a certain energy yes, and and Robert the doll through its entire lifetime with uh, you know, who is who this doll was given to put so much energy into it that there's got to be something there. I mean, there is some legitimacy to it. Um whether it's caused by whatever energy that Eugene put into it or what the, the servant put into it. Oh, it is so hard to say, but I will say that I would,
2: uh, do you need a drum roll? I you can, know, get...
1: I'm not going to go too high on this, but well,
2: I can give you a drum roll though. We need to, we need to um, suspend the, the, um, the anticipation, you know, because anticipation.
1: Patient. Patient.
2: I, I, will I'll give you a drum roll if you're ready to give a final, um, a final word, a final yes. opinion, a final take.
1: Ready? The percentage of paranormal activity that I feel
2: is here. We go. Hold on. Part of this is okay.
1: Thirty-five percent.
2: Oh, 35. Mike, yeah. I like it. Mike even did this in the in the the, uh, the the Bell Witch episode, The One Last take on the Bell Witch.
1: Yeah, I want to change. He's, that.
2: he's going to. <laughs> it's too late now. Um, he's going to percentages now. He's not just going for yes I do or no I don't. He's going for percentages.
1: Um, well, you know I can't give it up. That I can't say that I believe it wholeheartedly, completely.
2: Sure. No, I get, I get it. You, you know, understand. and
1: I, I know that you don't, um, and can't, <laughs> and I, and I, <laughs> you know,
2: it's a throwing in can't. <laughs> so you're saying right now you give it 35% chance of it being legit. You're right. Okay.
1: All right. But that doesn't mean that I want to spend the night with this piece of shit. dog. No. I know
2: because it's creepy as. F.
1: Because yeah, because I don't want the 35% to turn into 95%.
2: Now, the thing is, <laughs> so. I, I honestly will say, I'm being honest here. Robert the doll creeps me out more than the Bell Witch story does. Yeah, yeah. Um uh I won't give away our final thoughts on our one last take segment on the Bell Witch. But I give, as odd as it sounds, Mike, I give this a higher percentage of reality than the Bell Witch. Sure. That does is that shock you? Does that shock you? That uh
1: way? no, it does not.
2: For some odd reason, I I don't know if it's, it's because I the thing it literally creeps me out looking at it. <laughs> yeah, but I totally buy the idea of haunted objects. I one hundred percent buy that. I mean, you and
1: Zach Bagans. To the
2: point of it, you know, manipulating and trashing rooms and all that stuff, I don't know about that. You know, doing it on its on its own, I don't know about that. But when it comes to the energy created by, you know, pre-adolescence and just all the craziness involved in that poltergeist activity, what have you. I buy Robert the doll more than I buy bell, uh, the bell, Witch, so I will Mm -hmm. probably go higher. Mike, I'm going to say I'm, I'm straight down the line. 50, 50 on Robert the doll.
1: Okay. So that's that's bizarre. As
2: far, you know, Hey, I'm the skeptic one and I'm I'm more of a believer on this than you are. So that's, Hey, that's a first. I like it. Yeah.
1: That's, that's good. I cool beans. It's it's a milestone.
2: It's a milestone. (laughs) All right, Mike. Um, well, I can tell he's shifting in his chair, so Mike is getting uncomfortable. It's time to do our last time traveling excursion. We're going to come back with a brief 10 to 15 minute spirit spirit box session. Let's try and contact that little whatever it was that touched whatever. you in the arm. Right? And, and, and I still haven't
1: you explained still haven't, what happened. So
2: I'm, I'm letting you do that. Before
1: right the before spirit before we box. do it. Absolutely. Yes.
2: All right, boys and girls, hold on. We shall be. All right, back. Okay Mike you had you had I should say an experience the other night last you, night tell us what happened <laughs> like tell us what happened <laughs> I sound like a British talk show host there or something.
1: Can you recount what event <laughs>
2: yes. happened in
1: the middle of your evening Please. late last night?
2: Please walk us through the events of the prior yes. evening, my friend.
1: Yes, I want to uh, just understand what exactly. Oh, that's enough of that.
2: Enough. Enough! Oh, no, Mike, I have the soundbite for that, damn it. I have it. enough okay. of that. Damn it. Okay. That's right. All right. Start talking in your obnoxious English voice for about two seconds.
1: I would like to hear exactly what is it. Enough of that. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Got it. Uh, it is so weird that you you are enjoying so much soundbites of me. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What? But I enjoy them, too. <laughs> and I hope our listeners yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> and I, then you got to throw the fart in there.
2: Well, I will. But also, Mike, computer, Mike, you like hearing yourself, right? Yeah. I thought so. so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Any who's old. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So uh, I have a very aged dachshund. Yes, you do. That is uh, quite blind and I'm pretty sure quite deaf.
2: And you have to check and, on it every night.
1: Yes. And or her, she I should say. Yeah. She uh she wanders in the night. Um, which I should be kenneling her for her own safety, but um she uh has her bed out here in the living room by the heater where she stays nice and warm and cozy. But at times when she either uh has to pee or poop she will get up and do that somewhere in the house because we don't even let her outside anymore because you just cannot handle that
2: yeah she's she's on her last legs.
1: <clears throat> she is declining uh and, and i'm at that point where i need to make some decisions about what to do right. and yeah. you know and, and you know i i just i can't do that right I,
2: now i know it's not fun not a good <clears throat> not a good time right?
1: Yeah, you know how that is. But oh, anyway, man. so a couple of times a night, every night, uh she'll get up and wander, and then she'll maybe get kind of stuck in a corner, you know, not hurt or anything, just she doesn't know where to go. So she'll start loudly um complaining. Right. <laughs> I guess you could put it that way.
2: <laughs> where am I?
1: Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> very loud but anyway so i wake up instantly when i hear her and i i come out um and i i uh um get her a little bit of water um uh, maybe a piece of cheese uh a little bit of brie maybe
2: uh. <laughs> yep, <I know>. yeah <laughs> say it again you said it on the on the podcast episode a little glass of wine or a, a, a wee
1: bit or chablis yeah 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 or yeah, yeah.
2: And again, Um, and just to set the stage, Mike at this time is in his undies.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, uh, yes. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I don't get dressed to get up. I, I stay in, I, am in my, my, my night attire, (laughs) which is, uh, you know, um, you know, like boxer briefs, um, usually a bright, a a bright color. Yes. Um, but I I always have to wear a t-shirt. Yes. But it's it's usually a tank top t-shirt, a cut off t-shirt <laughs> that like I explained in the regular episode. And
2: tonight you mentioned um, it too.
1: So. I did. It's 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 white.
2: And it says um
1: and, and it has the word words love me on it. <laughs> mm, and yeah. it is cut. What? To where it it falls somewhere between my man boobs <laughs> and my extended belly.
2: Why am I getting the vision of Winnie the Pooh in my mind right now? I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm just <sighs> seeing you like. Love me, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay. So, but, <sighs> but Mike, Mike, you know, he he helped out his doggy. Yes. Went to the um, bathroom. So, yeah. What I
1: do is I, I I get up and I bring her into the bathroom. So it's a small area, I can keep more control of her, and uh, I can you know get her some water and like i said something to eat um uh so i did that brought her back to her bed and went into the bed uh back into the bathroom we kind of wash up after this because because actually sometimes she well a lot of times she has diarrhea and she steps in it and i have to clean her off and i was sure nasty. but anyway (laughs) i know uh, get her back in her bed. And I go into the bathroom, clean up, wash my hands, uh, whatever. And um, uh, all this time, I have like a small light on where you can see in the living room and dining room, uh, but it's dark, um, it's dim, whatever. And as I left the bathroom, turned the light off, went, you know, walking towards the, the uh, bedroom to go back to bed, walking through the dining room on my way to the living room all of a sudden I feel it's either, it was like a finger, two fingers touch my arm as I'm walking through, like somebody touching my arm, trying to get my attention. And I mean, it was a very solid touch. It wasn't like, oh, maybe that was a fly or something. Cause no, it was solid. It was, it was firm. It was, uh, you know, definitely like something trying to get my attention. And of course, right away, I believe it's something paranormal. So I stop, don't go any further. When I had, when I felt this, and I held my arm out, my hand out uh, to see if I would either feel something or if, you know, or if it would happen again or if I would feel some kind of energy or something or whatever. Um, but I didn't feel anything else. It was, I was just that one touch. So. Um, after that, I just
2: and just to be clear, Mike, this was something as if this felt as if someone was tapping you. Like, if someone's trying to get your attention, like they go up and they tap you on your shoulder and say, Hey, hey, buddy, how's it going? It felt it was that strong and that obvious. It felt
1: that strong, and it was on my forearm. Um, and like I said, right away, I stopped because I, I knew it was something paranormal, and I held my hand out to where I felt it long enough to see if it would happen again. Or like I said, if I felt some kind of an energy or something like that, did you
2: notice any temperature changes or anything like um, that? Okay. Nothing
1: at all. Um, And then I just went back to bed and worked on going back to sleep.
2: So So, here we are.
1: So here we are now
2: we're going to fire up the spirit box. Yep. Again, this is kind of our, uh, our our technique here. If this stuff is legit, why would it matter that I'm in Park Rapids, Minnesota, and you're in Enderlin, North Dakota, and we're doing this? It shouldn't matter if these dimensions are, <laughs> as we think they are, intertwined, um, if you choose to put it that way, or you just can't label them. Because we aren't divided by anything.
1: Oh, there's no division. It's all connected.
2: Absolutely. So why would this not work? Why would this not work? So.
1: It's worked before.
2: Let's uh, fire up your spirit box. Let's run that for a couple minutes, Mike. Okay. And if that doesn't seem like it's getting anywhere, then we're going to fire up your spirit box app on your phone. Yeah. And. uh,
1: We seem to get different, uh, different reaction and different uh, results from either one. We do. Um, you know, sometimes more on one than the other, you know, doing both ways.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I mean, we are believers in uh yep. certain apps that on the phone. I mean, <clears throat> it's the same concept, it's the same, you know.
2: It uh, is, it white is
1: white noise, uh scanning through frequencies just like the spirit box. But I do love this spirit box, it's just so awesome. It is nope. neat little tool. Um, that was uh, um, that we've used uh, many times and gotten some very good results. So I need to
2: Yeah, let's you know, do it's, this. But it's got
1: tiny little buttons and I need some light. to. <clears throat>
2: tiny little buttons. <laughs> <laughs> tiny
1: hands. <laughs> Smells like cabbage.
2: So, I'm doing the play-by-play now. Mike has turned a very an extremely bright light. Yeah, uh, boy,
1: now I look flushed. Yeah, I?
2: because he's trying to read. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, the and my box. eyes aren't
1: that great. I need new glasses. I've got a astigmatism. Well, I've got floaters.
2: I know. Oh, same here. I got yes. one too, man. I got one. I'm too.
1: a. I'm a. uh I've
2: Had a damn stigmatism since I was a wee lad.
1: Yeah, me too. I, like, I've like. i had glasses since I was five, and that's, yep. that's where it started. Isn't it fun? Yes. <laughs> Wonderful.
2: Wunderbar. Okay, I'm going to hit the
1: power. Yeah, power would help. Let's see. Sweep rate. The volume here. Now, I remember the last time I think we did this, uh, you had a hard time hearing this over the microphone. How are you hearing it now?
2: Uh, not at all, really. Yeah. There you go. Oop. How's that? Kind of move it around a little bit until we can hear it. Ooh, Ooh move it more towards down. I'm trying to I'm trying to physically show Mike Mike <laughs> yeah. put it. <clears throat> I wonder why it's not being picked up again. That's odd. Because I, I get we get brief glimpses of it.
1: I hear that very well over, over my headphones. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna uh, let's see hit a sweep right here.
2: And even if you put it right up to the microphone, it doesn't work, right? I mean, as far (sighs) as me hearing it. Yeah, I can't hear it at all, man. That's weird. Mm. Very odd. Hold it like, you know, kind of like, can you hold it? Just experiment, Mike. Move it like three feet away from you and three feet this way and see if it... Just all around the microphone. Nothing. That's so oh, really? weird. Oh, right there. I heard it. You can hear it now?
1: You can hear it now? Yeah. Or just for a moment?
2: For a moment, I heard it pretty clear. All right. Well,
1: I'm going to start it, start the sweep here.
2: Should we? Well, I can't hear it then, so let's just do your, your app. I'm sorry. I want to use your spirit box, but if we can't hear it, we, we can't use it.
1: Yeah. Um. But the Which spirit sucks. box is... uh wonderful out in the field no it is it is and uh, uh well and and anybody that uh um wants to do any kind of um ghost hunting and do some spirit box work i highly suggest this i i totally recommend it. it's a ps870 spirit box um it's the same spirit box that you'll see on like uh um ghost
2: adventures they use that
1: one on ghost adventures they use the same thing it's nice compact uh easily held in the hand um it, it it definitely does work and we have had great um results with it but for some reason it doesn't like to uh
2: yeah it's just we can't pick it come up off through on mic. the
1: on on my uh my yeti i guess yeah i don't know
2: yeah it's like it's bouncing off of each other or something or it's just yeah not, it's not it's, it's something
1: it to do with with that it's uh okay let's see
2: here but you know i mean say what you will about apps when it comes to such things um as we've mentioned before mike we've had some awesome terrific guests on the show who who don't necessarily some of them don't buy the idea of using right. apps for this purpose other people are totally open to that possibility right um, and they're all quote unquote professionals. I'm not saying quote unquote in the mean way. I mean, they're they're all in the same field, is what I'm trying to, exactly, trying to get at. Right. And so they have differing opinions. So it's it's interesting. Which is
1: what what we need. We need different opinions. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So this uh, this is a uh, um, I don't need uh, X10 STD.
2: An STD. STD, good God,
1: what that's... the hell?
2: So that's mm. why it works.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah,
2: Mike um. has times ten STDs that he's using right now.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I think they got either got a shot or a cream for that.
2: <laughs> well, fire up, fire up your STD, no pun intended. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because it burns it Fire it up, it burns It
2: burns, <laughs> it burns baby <laughs> I, I can't go to the bathroom It burns Oh,
1: wow Oh Yeah, okay, get up in the middle of the night Go to the bathroom yeah. and wake the dead
2: Wake the dead, absolutely and Okay, remember, so, anyway Remember, people are paying to listen to this right now So, uh I know, but it's, it's, it's just,
1: it's fun content Okay, okay <laughs> Okay, we are going to listen to a a uh, an, an STD. It's, yes, apparently. <laughs> hopefully, it doesn't sound too moist and drippy. Just stop it! Stop. <laughs> stop it! Uh, okay, here we go.
2: That can't be called an STD. You're blind. You're reading. It no, I'm you're... serious.
1: It says scanning bank X ten STD.
2: What what the fart does STD stand for on there again? I uh, don't remember. Is it just standard something or what? Ah well who cares? Um whatever. We're using the STD. Use it.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. And then after we're done, head right to the emergency room. <laughs> right.
2: You know, if this if this content wouldn't get couldn't get us a um, paranormal television show, I don't know what does. Hey, we're the, <laughs> the STD paranormal investigators. Come on. All righty. Come join us for our ride through the whatever. <laughs>
1: okay are you done because i'm done i'm ready
2: yes let's go let's do it okay popping on all right
1: <clears throat> can you hear this yes ah, that's weird that you can't hear the other one okay I might want to adjust the uh well let's just try it with what we got here okay Okay, so I was touched last night by somebody that was here. Was uh, Are you here now? And if you are let me know what your name is.
0: Walt.
1: Walt? Walt? <laughs> I don't know a Walt. Are, are you somebody that I know? or?
2: Um, nope, and then, you're, then see, that happens, that's, too. You
1: know, unless I pay... The upgrade, it keeps turning itself off.
2: Ah, Just pay the upgrade, man. <laughs> okay, now I can't hear it. You have to hold it wherever you held it before. Step. There it goes. Yep. Uh,
1: are you here with us right now, okay. Walt?
2: Yes. Right, Deep Yes how many
1: oh that's that's going faster shut off than what usually is i'm going to change the speed a little bit here
2: yeah change the frequency a little bit
1: yeah <clears throat> Are there any spirits with us here right now that you can let us know a number or or if you're here with us, period. Is the spirit that touched me last night on the arm? Are you here with us right now?
0: Can you?
2: were you were you trying to get mike's attention were you trying to get my attention last night
1: are you somebody that i knew in your lifetime
2: Mike, I just had a crazy thought. What's that? One of the last times we did this, you thought you heard, both you and your brother thought you heard your dad. Yeah. Was your dad tapping you on your arm last night? Uh.
1: Was it... My father, John, that tapped me on my arm last night. Earlier, I did actually have a feeling that it might have been my mother for some reason. Really? Okay. Okay, Mom, are you here with me right now? And did you tap me on the arm last night?
2: What was your mom's name again, Mike? Shirley. Can Shirley say her name if she's there?
1: If it is my mother, can you tell me your name? Can you say Shirley? Can you say my name? Tell me what my name is.
2: I heard a very faint mic.
0: Yeah.
2: Is John or Mike there? Your mom or dad?
1: Is John or Shirley here? Is my mother or father here at all? Mike?
0: Mike?
1: Well, I've learned that if I keep my finger on the screen,
2: it and did doesn't I, turn off. Did I also say, is John or Mike there? Yeah, you did. I'm sorry. I meant John. I'm or... here. <laughs> I Present. I, I didn't mean that. You know that.
1: Uh, here. <laughs> did you hear that? I did. Who is it that's here? Tell me. Tell me your name. Stephen. Steven. Steven. Do you want to talk to Stephen? Is Stephen your son? It is. I heard it is.
0: Ask
2: ask that again. Ask that again. Is Stephen your son? True,
0: Stephen is
1: Mike your son? I heard Stephen again. Steve.
2: So what, okay, something's going on with Steve here.
1: Yeah. Do you have a message for Steve, your son, my brother?
2: Brother. I heard brother. What? I thought I heard brother.
1: Yeah.
2: Holy crap, did you hear that one?
1: No, what was it?
2: That was an unbelievably deep Steven. Oh, yeah, I did hear that. Am I imagining that?
1: You have a one-word message for Stephen. Stephen? I heard Stephen again.
0: Mike. Mike.
1: Do you have a message for your son Mike?
0: No.
2: What what do they want to tell Stephen?
1: What message do you have for Stephen? (laughs) Well, I Who was it here last night that touched me on the arm?
0: Uh, Uh,
1: Creepers, creepers. creepers. Uh, Steven will hear this if you want to give him a message.
2: Have fun! I heard yeah What
1: Give us a one word message for Stephen or Mike. Can you tell me what your name is?
2: When we keep when we keep hearing Stephen, are they referencing your brother, or is this a totally different Stephen in your house?
1: Is that what you want me to ask?
2: If you, yeah, kind of something along those lines. Are they referring when, to when
1: you when you say the word and the name Stephen? Are you referencing your son, my brother Stephen? <laughs> Thought I heard Thank a
2: couple of yeses.
1: I, I did. I heard a yes.
0: Thank you is
1: there anyone else in the family that you would like to
0: acknowledge so
2: Ask them if they can. Well, say that you're going to be leaving and if they could say your name.
1: We're going to be leaving now. Can you say my name? <laughs> Before we leave, can you say Steve's name? Is Stephen your son? Yes, yes.
2: Is Stephen okay?
1: <laughs> Do you feel that Stephen is doing okay and doing great? <laughs> You feel like your son Mike is doing okay.
0: No. <laughs> oh,
1: no. Hey, I'm working on it.
0: <laughs>
1: you have a message of love for Stephen.
2: Can they say goodbye?
1: We we are going to be going now. Can you say goodbye? Can you say goodbye to Stephen?
0: Uh, I heard
2: good. And I heard Mike.
1: If you are my mother or my father, I want to say that I love you. You have a response to that.
0: Very okay.
2: try that one more time mike say I say i love you and goodbye
1: okay i'm going to tell you goodbye and i love you do you have a response to that
2: Well, good, thank, uh, say, yep, (laughs) say thank you, Mike, on my behalf, and, uh, we'll try this again sometime soon say that again i said say say thank you again on my perhaps on my behalf and we'll try this again sometime soon
1: on your behalf patrick's behalf
2: on our behalf yeah it doesn't matter
1: thank you very much on our behalf and we will do this again is that okay
2: yes yeah all right good night Good night. I thought I heard a good night right in there.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. I was getting some pretty cool stuff here. And to, a definitely couple, some uh, Steve stuff going on there. Lots of
2: Steve stuff. What's going on there? Is it just like some name that's easily manipulated through the ether there that everything sounds well, like? Oh, no. Steven? It's,
1: <laughs> it's definitely referencing my brother, I'm sure.
2: And that, when you first asked, if this was my mother and my father, and I love you, we did. I I didn't hear any clear responses, but I thought I heard Mike. And I don't know what your mom's voice sounded like, but I thought I heard what to me sounds like the cliched, almost old lady voice, kind of. It sounded mm-hmm. sound like an older woman coming back saying something. I couldn't picture. I couldn't pick it out.
1: Mm. But, yeah, I don't know.
2: So, um, it was there though. I mean I didn't say right. anything. I didn't say anything, but I was like, Man, that sounds like an older lady. But right. I don't know, like I said, I don't know what your mom what her voice sounded like.
1: <sighs> I don't know. I always remember my mom's voice as being pretty smooth.
2: Okay. Yeah. 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 It was it mean. it sounded <laughs> I mean it wasn't like the you know, the exaggerated old lady like Yeah, not I mean,
1: nothing craggly or anything. No,
2: nothing like that. Yeah, so that was interesting. That was cool. Yes,
0: I love you too.
2: <laughs> and all of our listeners just went deaf. So that was. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yes, your mother. God damn it. <laughs> Mike, this Patreon, this is an hour and a half of a Patreon. Awesome. Episode. I think so we got
1: to be done because I got to pee really we, bad. No,
2: we are done. We are done um, for <laughs> this episode. So thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So much. This has been a great night of podcasting. And Mike, you got to sign off to our Patreon family as well, my buddy. Ah. You have to sign off as well to our Patreon family. And I called you my buddy. So say your thing. Oh, the usual thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh Patreon family, yes. buddy, and everything. And I'm
1: talking to you Patrick, my buddy, and all the Patreon listeners. Peace out. <laughs>